a confection. He said that sacrifices he doesn't take delight in. But he takes delight in the one that is of a broken and a contrite heart. How broken are you this morning? Look at where you are coming from. We have become such a generation that we can sing and do every nasty stuff and come to the church and still have no remorse and still work out and be good. Mercy. We can go about and live all stupid life and walk into the church, raise our shoulders, walk out of the church as though we were so righteous without a single moment of self-repentance. And we say that we have a relationship with the master. Christianity is not just an association where you go to a church in the morning because when you are in the house, people will come and ask you, why are you in the house? Or pastor will call and ask you, why didn't you go to church? It is that moment where you have a personal relationship with the Lord. And you come to the church because God has ordained a voice to speak to you. It didn't come because it is, it is, it is, it is like an, an obligation. No. Coming to church is not an obligation. But having a relationship with God is an obligation. I'm telling you. It's an obligation. Don't come to this church dead and go back dead. Come and go back revived. Come meet God every day. And if that moment is mixing, be severally in search to renew it. And this morning as we are gathered, as you are listening to me, somebody in the States, wherever, as you are listening to me, I want to tell you that it is not the normal moment anymore. There is an emergency. There is an emergency. I surrender all. I surrender all. I my blessed Savior. I surrender Bible says, blessed are the people whose God is their Lord. Look, it's going to be useless if you want to, if you, if you walk into the auditorium that it, it is it's the highest spec auditorium. You've jumped around, you've had the loudest voice, the best acoustic speakers, but Personally, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. A lot of things are going on. Think about that. Think about that. Think about it. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless you this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for the Lord this morning. Ah, we bless you. Time is gone. This morning, I want to take the time to minister to you on the word. Focus on the one ahead. Focus on the one ahead. Are you here? La Karibo Shadadaba. Open your Bible with me to the book of Romans, chapter 8. Romans, chapter number 8. Focus on the one ahead. Somebody say focus. 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 
Focus on the one ahead. The Bible said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Did you hear that? Let's end it there. Say with me, focus. Focus on the one ahead. You know what? This morning, I wanted to just take your moment and listen to me very attentively. We are in a battle. And the battle in which we are, we are fighting an enemy. Are you getting me? But a lot of the times we become losers because we tend to focus too much on the enemy rather than focusing on the one who can help us win the battle. I hear what I'm saying. You see, my heart gets it very wrong. My spirit gets it very wrong. When, when you watch, when you try to be a little bit apologetic and then a Christian scientist, and you watch the Christian race, and it's like the only reason and purpose of going to church is to have somebody die. So tagged enemy to die in the next moment. You understand me? So it is like every blessed day, our prayer and supplications is only directed towards the enemy. And our concentration has become so much of the enemy rather than God. We're missing it there. Our concentration is becoming so much of the enemy than God. Yes. We need to be very offensive to be able to attack the enemy. If you are defensive, you're losing the battle though. But that is what I'm talking about, that you shouldn't be offensive. You need to be very offensive and very defensive. That is why in football, when you only buy attackers, you lose a match. Two of us. How the best of strikers is one of the best games I watch. How the best of strikers let them play the best beautiful goal. Let them be able to score. But if you have a very weak defense and even Milford, the defenders from the opponent's team can even score you easily. Because your focus is how to bypass the enemy but you're not thinking about how to defend yourself. Do you know one of the best ways to defend yourself is to hold on tight to what you have received. True of us. So you have to hold on tight to the post. Look at the scripture. Let's read it again. It says that there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. You see, the word condemnation from the original Greek is the word katakrino. And katakrino is to mean that there is no sort of argument, so to speak. There is no like accusation which is laid against the people who are in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you, it is not now that you are getting into Christ Jesus. Jesus has purchased you with his blood already, so you are in Christ Jesus. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So as we are in Christ Jesus, should there be anything that should be laid against you any again? 
So that be any argument that should be laid against you again, not to be able to let you lay hold of the promises of God. That is what Paul is saying. It went on. He was doing a spiritual teaching, but I'm going to use to teach you something. He said, there is therefore no no condemnation. You see, all of the time, we are always thinking about the condemnation that the enemy lays against us. But let me show you something. You see, whenever you are in a rally, running a race, who is your focus? The one ahead of you. If you have run, if you have been an athlete before, I have run before. Yes. Even Presby Church, I ran for them before. We went to, we went to this one, our friend then, uh, whatever. Yeah, picnics. picnics yeah. At Don Bosco. I ran for them. I was dead. Because I had stopped running for some time. I've eaten a lot of pepper after primary school. Primary school, 100 meters, who are you? Make her rough. Even with asthma, I'll do it. When you are running a race, hmm, your major focus should be the one ahead of you. Tell me this. Whenever you are looking at the one behind you, you lose your stamina. Try it. Do you know how sometimes people get assessed by driving? They focus on the journey behind. Hmm? Yes. They focus on what is behind. Trying to look into the side mirror. Which car is behind me? How close is the car? Before you realize, you have matched the car in front of you, bumper to bumper. And you'll be like, ah, why did I do this? How did I do it? Bible is saying that there is therefore now no accusation. Do you know what I'm telling you? Look, be confident of the salvation purchased for you in Christ Jesus through the blood of Christ and go on into that salvation purchased for you and pursue the glory of God in it and stop thinking about what the enemy is doing. Let me tell you, we are so much focused on what the enemy is doing and we have lose focus on what God is doing for us. Anytime you tend to too much, to focus too much on what the enemy is doing, you lose focus on what God is doing for you or the promise of God for your life. Today, the witch. Tomorrow, the wizard. Today, the malam. Tomorrow, somebody said from your hometown that, are you born again? Then I'm telling you there is a defense. Ah, you may say that I don't know what you are talking about. They've not attacked you before. I've been attacked before. I've been attacked. I woke up with blood on my legs. I've been attacked several times. I'm telling you, we need to change from the primitivity status. I'm giving you this as a secret. If you want to see the Christians who are very progressive in your community, look at their two types of Christians. One thinks about the enemy, the other thinks about God. The one who is thinking about Jesus and how to catch up on Jesus is progressing faster than the one who is thinking about the enemy. There are other times. There is definitely no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh. Look, the flesh here, I will relate it to the spiritual teaching. 
to, to that teaching of walking in the Holy Spirit, the flesh here is like your focus on the enemy. The flesh can be can be can be can be related to the enemy. Are you getting it right? So it's like your focus is the enemy. The flesh is the enemy. So instead of you focusing, Jesus is ahead of you this way. And he's leading the, the journey that you are going on. And the enemy is behind you. And the enemy is the flesh. And instead of you to look at Jesus, you are tending to look at the enemy this way. And Jesus is going. He said, come after me. He said, the enemy is chasing me. He said, leave him. Focus on me. He said, no, 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 no. no. I need to look at him small. Go and ask for this whole same boat. How he wins his race. I've never seen him running in thousands. Do you know what he's going to lose? The moment he wants to turn his neck, another person is bypassing him. I'm telling you. If you like, go on an athletic race. Try it for 100 meters. The moment you want to turn your neck to see who is coming, how close a person is, another is overtaking you and the one ahead of you is gone, far gone. The reason and the source of our strength is not because we are not being chased by the enemy, but because we make the Lord our focus. The reason and the source of our strength as Christians is not because we are not being chased by the enemy, but it is because we have made the Lord our focus. Are you hearing me? Oh, Jesus Christ. Look, let me tell you. Anything you focus on so much influences your life. Do you agree with me? Let me just take it this way. Having to see a young man who has gotten a beloved or some people call boyfriend or girlfriend and because it's like you so much focus and believe on this person everything the person says is what you do. You won't eat. You'll be waiting until the person says it. Some of the time you don't need them to say it. You want to know what they are doing. So what they are doing affects your life. True of us. Those of you who have been in a relationship before, what they are doing affects you. Anything you think about, anything you, you give yourself to thinking on so much, it affects your life. Bible says that if there is any good thing, if there is anything pure, Anything you tend to give your concentration to so much, it affects your life. And anytime you tend to be thinking about what the enemy is doing, what he is not doing, what is happening next, what is not happening next, I'm telling you, do you know what you are doing? You are empowering the enemy. Look, let me tell you. So, let's, let's take the scripture. Bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. When you have loose focus of the spirit, say Jesus, who is leading you, and you tend to focus, to walk after the spirit is to walk after Jesus. It's like Jesus is your focus. Do you know what I mean? But to walk after the flesh is like the flesh is your focus. Taking from that perspective of the spiritual life, 
everyone who is soulish, who is fleshly, who is worldly, thinks the more about the things of this life. Two of us. Thinks the more about the happenings of this life. So his life is determined by the things that are happening. The life is his life is determined by the very life of the flesh. So he any moment that he focuses on he loses focuses of the Lord, he focuses on the enemy. Let me tell you, anything you think about day in day out there is a thing that is influencing your life. Do you know something? We have empowered the enemy, the devil, to rule our life. Not because he initially had authority over us, but our many thinkings about him, of what he's doing to us. Are you guys what I'm talking about? We have over the days empowered the devil to determine the course of our life. Not because we have sort of initially given him authority or have not been saved by the Lord, but our many thinkings about him. Of what he's doing to us. So we are very concentrative. The devil, what are you doing? Devil, why are you doing that? And the devil is saying, There is nothing I have done. So if you say, I am the one who is doing you, then let me do you. Are you what I'm talking about? If you are claiming I'm the one who is doing you, then let me do you. My friend, live a liberal life. Live a life that is in Christ Jesus. Live a victorious life and forget about what the enemy is doing. Make Jesus your focus, and the devil will have no strength over you. I'm telling you. Make Jesus your focus, and the enemy will have no strength over you. Don't make him. Don't think about him. Look, it's just like you have imprisoned yourself by seeing a certain young lady around. And let's assume that you're a young man. Uh, I, I, I can use that example. Let's assume that you're a young lady, a young man. Let's just say, this young lady is standing here. This one is here. And then, this is your wife. Okay? This is your wife. This is actually a young lady that you have seen, that you want to chase after. I got in the right. When you focus on your wife, do you know what is going to happen? There will be life and peace. Do you get it? But this person who is at the other hand side is not even looking at you. But the moment you begin to think about her, what is she doing at this moment? Where is she at this moment? You begin to coin your life in a certain dimension to meet the demands of that person. And do you know what is going to happen? The moment is very intuitive. The moment this lady begins to realize that this guy has been spying me small, small. Do you know what she's going to begin to be doing? She will also begin to live a life in some way that she will get much of your attention. I see what I'm talking about. She's going to begin to live a life in a certain way. That should begin to get your attention. So if previously she doesn't wear hot sneakers, now she will think about beginning to wear hot sneakers. All because it began from you. Instead of thinking about her, instead of thinking, what about this one? What there is someone here? I'm, I'm speaking to the men. What there is someone here thinking about here? 
He's going to, look, it's the same about women. We are all soulish, we are all fleshy. Not even soulish is better. We are all fleshy. That we're going to be thinking, oh, this, this, this guy is nice. It's nice. I want to get him. Why don't I dress so nice that when he sees me, he'll be happy with me? The guy's attention is not there. But the moment he realizes that mm, intuitively, this girl has been doing this thing for the purpose that I'll begin to get her. Oh, brother. There you are. Then the, the boy is coming the next morning. Previously, when he's coming around, he, he doesn't matter whether his, his shirt is dirty or not. Now he, he's going to make sure he's always looking good. Ah. <laughs> he's going to make sure. I've never seen it before. Ah! He's going to make sure he's always looking good and beautiful and handsome. And the girl is going to say, It's meeting my demand. Ah! My goodness. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, you entangle your life hmm? into challenges. Enslaves you or enslaves your life. There is only one thing I think about so much. I tell people, I pray for grace to be a good husband. I'm telling you. Do you know what I'm talking about? If Kay is not taking my wife will say that I love Jesus more than her, it is true. I love Jesus more than her. If you really know me, some of the times when I'm on the floor in my room and I'm worshiping, you dare not that door. I won't mind you. I don't see a word. A lot of people around me have experienced it. I won't mind you. Friday, I did it to somebody. She came to drop something to, from my auntie. Oh, it's Sir Patrick around. They say yes. Oh, big grandpa. Was, then another person said, I was thinking he's gone out. Since I came around, I've not seen him. They say he can be in the room from morning to when he pleases. Then the person came to knock the hall. I've not locked the door. I hadn't locked the door. So she opened the hall door. She entered. The person entered. The second door. I was singing. I was worshiping. I said, I said, uh huh. Said, at least you should have said, hello, how may I help you? I said, no. Don't tell me that. This is the nicest and the politest I could be. Uh huh. It's enough. You know me too much that at this moment I don't talk. Look, I'm, that, that's just by the way. There is one thing I won't lose full course of. Look, let me tell you. Let me tell you. One step to your liberty in Christ Jesus. Are you hearing me? It's not focusing on your challenges. It's focusing on your, 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 your the solutions. Or once key to, to the solution to the problems in this life. It's not focusing too much on the problems we are facing. It's focusing on the solutions. In other words, look, I'm telling you, I've solved, I've handled organizational from organizational setting to family to personal life. Some of the times I ask myself, did I really encounter problems? Because I looked at possibilities. That doesn't mean that I don't take precautions. I'm very pessimistic, optimistic, 
But I tell everybody that even from the angle of business to personal life, in as much as we are very optimistic in this life, be a little bit pessimistic. In accounting, that is what we call it contingencies. Are you getting me right? You need to make provisions for the contingencies. Because one way or the other, there's going to be some bad debts. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit, verse 2, has made me free from the law, from the law of sin and death. Verse 2 says, For the law of the Spirit in spirits of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. You see, focusing on the law makes you free from sin and death. Let me, let me say that there's far coming behind. Are you getting it? And then there is life here. Do you know how you can get saved? Tell me how you can get saved. You go, you go to where the life is. Where the life is becomes your focus, us. But the moment you tend to be looking at death, hmm, far destruction that is coming behind. Do you know what you are doing? You are rather telling them, I'm drawing closer to you. Look, it has, it, it's, 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 it's a mystery. Look, <clears throat> I get so troubled when I see a lot of Christians today, morning, afternoon, evening, the enemy, in every of their conversation, somebody is doing me something. Who is that person that is doing me? Or you think Jesus Christ saved us for just a moment? There's a scripture in the Bible we don't understand. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2. It says about grace and Savior, not of words. Do you know what that means? Salvation is not something that's happened at a particular moment. It happens every day. Are you guys in the Let me tell you. Before we came to the Lord, we were not saved by grace. We were saved by his mercy. And forgiveness. What was this? And the Lord grace us to understand that if somebody called Jesus Christ, you were not saved by grace. You were saved by the Lord's mercy and forgiveness. For the lack of God, you put grace there. But daily, when we go through this life, hmm, and amidst all the troubles we encounter, we still come out victorious. We have come out by grace. It's like you are a believer. Hmm? Are you there? Yes. Then there is money here for you to steal and get you. But something done on your heart that thou shalt not steal. That is grace. You are a you are driving. Then, accident, then you are out of it. That is grace. You are saved by grace. It is by grace you be able to live a correct Christian life. This is Ephesians 2. By grace are you saved. I'm not doing that. I'm doing something else. Are you here? Are you listening to me? Do you know what I'm telling you? Stop thinking about the enemy. 
Think about, about God. <laughs> the reason why believers fail most of the times is because they lose focus of the life in Jesus Christ. Are you hearing somebody here with me? They lose focus of the life in Jesus Christ. you focus on so much is the one you always draw closer to. But there is a mystery in this life that there are sometimes you're going to be focusing on some people you don't need to be very close, proximate with them but one way or the other they influence your life indirectly. Just as I said about relationship, about finding a beautiful lady. Before you realize you are just thinking about somebody. Thinking, thinking about somebody. Thinking to behave in a manner. Do you know, do you, do you know indirectly what is happening? The person is not dictating your life. It's not dictating your life. How many times have you to be scared? Hmm? That the devil is doing it. And do you know, we have several of the times failed because we were so much afraid of what the devil would do to us. We have several of the times failed in this life because we were so much afraid of what the devil could do to us and not what Jesus could do to us. There is therefore no condemnation for the life of the spirits, the life of focusing on Jesus, the life the life, the principle of focusing on Jesus rather than thinking about what the, the enemy is doing. Oh. Oh. Ah. 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 Hey, theater. Lacrigos, Kaliata. Any moment that you are thinking so much about somebody, you will try to look for a certain way of life that you can make the person happy. So, when they are thinking so much about the enemy, you know what happens? They are thinking about how can I please the enemy so that I'm not being in his cause. And rather than defeating him by what Jesus has done for you, they have become his slave. So, now, your obedience is no longer up to the Lord, it's not up to the devil. Jesus, Jesus, how I love him, how I've proved him all and all, Jesus, precious Jesus, I ask for grace to trust him more. Ha! My brother! Victory in Christ belongs to those who focus on Christ Jesus. Bible says, who, the songwriter says, Who can stand against the Lord? No one can. No one will. Oh. Oh. Victory belongs to Jesus. 
Victory belongs to him. Oh, 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 victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him. Ah. Who can fight against the king? The answer is no one can. So if nobody can fight Jesus, that means nobody can fight you. Ah. There is an assurance of a peaceable life, a very peaceful life. There is an assurance of a very blessed life in the Lord without sickness, without problem. Higher, dear, dear. Oh, oh, victory belongs to Jesus. And victory belongs to him. Oh, 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 victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him. Look, you know, in my house, eh, my family house, I know some witches and I know some wizards. I'm telling you, I know some people like that. I know them with my physical eyes. But I don't fear them. No. Last two years or so, I went to the village. We went to the village and we were going to bury my elder sister. And a coconut that I had watered from childhood when I was schooling in that house. I was going to plot because there is no, none of us in the house anymore. We are in Accra. They said, one of my grandmothers said, she has put, I don't even know the English word to use. She has placed a case or something on the coconut tree. Anybody who comes to pluck it without her knowledge to drink, something should happen to the person. I took the coconut. Hmm? When I prepared it and I sipped the water, I told the people, go and tell her that I drank it in the name of Jesus Christ. Nothing will happen to me. I told them. Those who are there, they say, yes, they are truly a pastor. I tell them, go and tell her that I drank it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and nothing will ever happen to me. When I was living in the village, I took my pocket one and said, give it to her. No, it's not possible. I related with the people before. There was a young lady with them, and they claimed the girl was a witch. When they want, whatever we want to eat, it's like they will dish my food. They will say, Oh, thank you, Patrick Louis. Okay, you can join this. I said, No problem. I'll eat the wheat, but she mm-hmm. Not me. I'm not going to think about that. Look, most of the time, your strength comes from focusing on the positivities, not the negativities in this life. I hear what I'm talking about. Your strength. Comes from thinking. Look, when you are thinking about the positive things, your focus is going to be how can I increase the positive things? But when you are thinking about negative things, you lose it. Are you hear what I'm talking about? You lose it. Stop it. Stop being a slave for the enemy. Stop letting the enemy ride you about. Thinking that you are you are being precautious enough. You are not being precautious. You are rather becoming a slave. Jesus has given you a certain life. Ah, what is that? Day in, day out, what is the devil doing? Day in, day out, what is happening next? Day in, day out, 
The other day, I was so, excuse my language, I played a mistake. I was sleeping when the Lord told me that somebody would pick my slippers. Oh, they picked my slippers. A day or two later, instead of me going to sleep to pack all my slippers from the doorsteps into the hall or into the kitchen, I did not. Do you know what happened? I woke up. He got to know. I told him. He, I woke up and the person just came. I had removed one shoe there. Eh? A shoe. The person did not tie the shoe but picked the slip on. The person left the shoe, picked the slip on. Hi. I said, God, what is that? You meant it for evil? You can't retrogress me in this life. Oh. I prayed my prayer, there I go. I went on my knee and I made my simple prayer to, to the Father. I won't go. When my leg is spinning me, hey, it's because they are taking my sleep. That is why my leg is spinning me. So before you realize, I begin to think, let me tell you, a lot of the time you were sick because you were thinking about sickness. If you don't know, I'm telling you to go and ask a psychologist. I did a little psychologist. We call it psychology in everyday living. Look, go and ask them. Some of the time you hear a certain pain at your ankle and you begin to think, Ish, I do cry. what is happening? Before you realize your leg is swollen, you empower the devil by thinking about him all the time. Think about good and good will have come to you. Bible says that when you drink, or the, the subtitle says, when you drink, drink big as the ocean. And it will come through. True of us. Yes. But when you drink small, what will happen to you? Small things will happen to you. So when you think always devil, devil will have access to your life. There is a life in Christ Jesus. I think I can preach just one scripture the whole of the day. I have several scriptures. I've never even read some. Look at that. There is devil. No, believers. Leave this place today hmm? and go on declaring your liberty in Christ Jesus. <sighs> Turn your Bible with me to Galatians 5, verse 1. Galatians 5, 1. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. Oh, oh. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. Galatians 5.1 And Bible says that Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Did you hear that? Stand fast, therefore, in a liberty where Christ has done what? Saved us and set us free. And be not anymore entangled with the yoke of what? Bondage or sin. That was a sin. Or sinry. Slavery. Slavery. The yoke of slavery. Look. 
what, what is a slave? I'll say that the point being a slave is a mentality. Mm-hmm. Yes. Joseph was sold to Potiphar as a slave. But do you know what he was thinking about? He was thinking about a higher life. So he focused on Jesus. And Bible said that his master realized that the Lord was with him and made everything that he did prosper. But when he thinks that he's a slave, do you know what he's going to do? He's going to demean him. When you think you're a slave, you have a certain way of life. But when you think you're a slave, do you know what happens? It's like you have to go more to your exposure. So you always think about perfect things. Look, there is a point in life when you must fight the devil. There is a point when you must live in the biggest one for us. I'm not saying that never ever pray against the enemy. But I'm saying that don't make the enemy your focus. Am I speaking to somebody here? Yeah. Let us stand therefore fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage, the yoke of slavery. When you are thinking too much about the enemy, you are yoking yourself into slavery, into bondage. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. We lose and fail in the quest of the life, of life, of the life promised us in Christ Jesus. Because our focus is always the case to know who the devil is and what he is doing. Are you hearing me? Our focus is always to know who the devil is and what he is doing. Instead of becoming strong and, and thereby, instead of becoming strong, we entangle ourselves. We unintentionally train ourselves. We unintentionally put ourselves into bondage than walking in the liberty that Christ has won for us. Look, do you know, do you know, do you know the, the, the easiest way to make a fool of the promise given to you? Eh? It's like being like a pig and they have drawn you out of a, a, a mud and back you and you continue to live your life like a pig who is in the mud. Are you getting me? So whenever you have seen death, you don't know that you've been bathed. So there is no need for you to sleep in the death again. You said, because already I am a pig. And what I used to sleep in is death. So let me sleep in the death. There is no way you are going to progress. I tell you. Because you have not seen the value of what has been done for you. Some of the times it's not because Christ is so weak to save us. He's so weak that he couldn't deliver us from the enemy. But we have told him that we still know what the enemy is. So we are telling him that we still know the devil is powerful more than you. Look, you may have a poor father. Hmm? And another person may have a rich dad. And you are the poor father. Hmm? Your daddy can make you become great. You know the reason why? You think and communicate and relate to him with all understanding that this is the one who can make you who I am. But another person may also have a rich dad. And the daddy will not be anything good to him because he doesn't think the daddy has the power to make him who he's supposed to be. I don't know if it's meaningful. He doesn't think the daddy has the power to make him who he is to be. 
Are you, are you there? So always he's thinking about who can make me to be great. And the daddy is saying that I'm here. And the son is saying, Don't so you can do it. So I'm saying that we have always failed in the quest of this life. Just because we are, our focus has always been to know who the devil is and what he is doing. Instead of seeking to know who God is and looking for him. So thereby, we have become, instead of becoming strong, we have become weak. We have unintentionally drained ourselves and live in bondage than the liberty we seek. So it's like every day we are seeking for liberty, but we are not getting it. Paul says something in the book of Galatians 4.9. Galatians 4.9. He says that in 4.9, But now, after that ye have known God, or rather unknown of God, how turn ye again to the weak and biglary element? Why unto ye desire again to be in bondage? Are you hearing that? After that you have known Christ, who has another version like the Amplified? After that you have known Christ, why is it that you are so desirous, begallery, or begallery, desiring of God or of the enemy, that again we want Christ to make us free? Ah! How possible is that? Oh. Oh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, to, to put it. Look, you, somebody has brought you out of a certain house that is poverty and set you here. And instead of thinking about the good there, you are sitting in the rich man's house. But you are still thinking. You are still living a pompous life. You are still living like a poor man. Thinking, who will save me from this poverty? And the rich man is saying, I've already brought you into riches. And you are saying, I can't see it What is Amplified saying? Now, however, since you have come to know the true God mm-hmm. through personal experience, or rather to be known by God, how is it that you are turning back again to the weak and worthless elemental principles mm-hmm. of religions mm-hmm. and philosophies? Ah! To which you want to be enslaved all by again. Isn't that amazing? Are you not surprised? We are saved. Hmm? And if the Lord says, Bible says that whosoever the Son of Man shall set free, it is what? He is free indeed. He added the word indeed for truth. And you are saying that after you have come to Christ or have known Christ or have been known of Him, you are still asking. Why would I be saved? And Christ is asking the question, are you in bondage? I thought I saved you. I thought my blood paid for you. Having to write the scripture to set up, and you shall step on scorpions and you shall not hurt them. He said that you pick poisons and they will die. Having to hurt it, having to hurt it, set up. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Why are you still thinking that it is possible to prosper against you? Look, tell those enemies, enough of it. Look, a friend prophet of mine said, and I've, hold, I've held this word in high since 2008, 2012. He said, if faith is the means by which we obey God, hmm, then fear 
is the means by which you obey Satan. So whenever you are having fear in your heart, hmm? whenever you are having fear in your heart, fear is going to cause you not to live a certain kind of life that you have to live in Christ. So that fear is going to make you to live in disobedience to God because faith makes you to live in obedience to God and disobedience to the enemy. So fear is going to entangle you. And whenever you are thinking so much about the devil, you are in fear, you are in jeopardy, you are in prejudice, you've prejudiced your mind, you have become very passive. There is nothing you think about. All you think about is somebody is doing it. Six, six. six from eight. Tell your mother, tell your parents that mommy, enough of it. We are saved through his blood. Liberty must come to the house. What is that? What is that? In the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever, till my rapture's soul shall find rest beyond the river. Ha! I need no other argument. I need no other plea. I said, It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. Hey! You don't need any other argument, oh! Ah! You see, the way to victory is focusing not on the enemy but on the savior aji kwaji says usumpo mame denina the way to victory are you hearing what i'm talking about i'm saying that the way to victory is not focusing on the enemy but it's focusing on the savior aji kwaji says usumpo mame denina do you believe that Osumboma, yes. can you say that? Mago says that, eh? Eh? <laughs> a cheerful heart, it does good like a medicine. But a broken spirit, it dries the bone. Do you get what that means? Let me put it this way. Faith! Eh? It energizes you. Fear. It weakens you. It's as simple as that. Your faith in the Lord energizes you to live unto greatness in life. But your fear enslaves you to live a purpose life. Every time you patch out, every time you are begging, every time you are begging, and there is never a day that you have gone to the Lord and said, Lord, thank you. Every day, give me, kill, give me. Look, I know enemies. I, you know one of the difficult prayers I found to pray? Kill my enemies. I, I don't know how to do it. So I fear servants of God who said that. And I pray to God, my enemies should die and they take delight as a Yehovah. Who will also have that courage? Bible says that he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will never even die. 
Yet you are walking the valley of the shadows of death. I will fear no evil. Hey! Has the word of God changed? Has the promise of God changed? May God help us. The way to victory is focusing on the Savior and not the enemy. Open your Bible with me to the book of First John, chapter 4. First John, First John, First John, First John, First John. Hey, Lebo Roda. First John chapter 5. Reading from 4 and 5. 5. 4 and 5. 5 says, 4 says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? Ah, 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 ah. But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Have you seen those who overcome the world? It's not those who think that there is still somebody called enemy. It's those who think, believe that there is what? A Son of God. Who is able to save? He's called the Savior. Bible says that he came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as believed him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Look, I'm indebting your mind to come out of the mediocritic, that mediocre life of thinking that Satan is so powerful. He's stupid and he's not powerful. Look, I'm so I'm I'm I'm, I'm ready to look at him at the face. And tell him that, my friend, don't you know you have been overcome? John the Baptist, John the Revelator, saw him and said, Oh, death, where is your sin? For Christ has overcome you. He knows that even if I die, I'll remain in the grave. I'll remain in the hell. I'll go to heaven. So he death, what is your sin? That thing of thinking about Satan every day, Satan every day, Satan. Wake up in the morning, and it is like eh, you have won a lottery, and you go before God, and it's all celebration. Look, some people, eh, hmm, some of us, when they take the prayer of pray against your enemy out of our prayer topic, we don't have any prayer to make. <laughs> Am I telling lies? When they take it out, pray against your enemy. Pray that God kiss your enemy. You have, you have, they don't have any, anything to pray about. Once upon a time, two people went to the Lord to pray. One person got there and said, Oh God, I am not like this man. I give my tithes, I do my everything. The other person went there and said, Oh God, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your mercies upon me. I know I'm a sinner, but you have forgiven me. And Bible said, God had respect on the one who came without confession. The other person is thinking about somebody, and God rejected him. Look, those of you who are not yet married, eh? if at the time you've gotten married, eh? the only way I'm telling you, you can lose focus hmm? and can make your wife also lose focus in you is to be thinking about your concubine if you have the chance of being one. Think about your girlfriend no more. Think about your girlfriend no more. Before you realize, it's like, that interest that you get from the person, can't you see that when you're in a relationship, at the point when you have another girlfriend, 
And you tend to be thinking about this one. If, if, if you just want to know which one loves you, think, think. Be thinking about the new girl. The old one automatically going to leave you. Look at what the Bible says. Read that in the Amplified for me. Let me see. First John chapter 5, 4 and 5. Yes. Who is the one who is victorious and overcome the world? Mm. It is the one who believes and recognizes the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. So simple as that. Did you get it? That is it. Do you know? Let me tell you. The reason why a lot of Christians are not able to live the Christian life the way they are supposed to live it, hmm? that we continue in sin, is because we don't focus on Jesus Christ. It's as simple as that. That is, that is one reason. We have not made Jesus our focus. Hmm? So the life in Christ that we are supposed to live, in other words, the way we are supposed to be in obedience to Christ, we are never in obedience to him. So I'm telling you, anything you have made your focus, you obey indirectly. Satan will not come and whisper to you, go and do something. But just by thinking about him, he's also going to determine what happens to you. Let's go to the book of John chapter 3. John, main John. John chapter 3, verse 18. Read it from verse 17. Verse 8, 17 says that, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not on him is already condemned. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son. Did you hear that? condemnation is to those who don't believe that Jesus is able to save or have saved them. They are still thinking about what the enemy is doing. They are still thinking about what Satan has done. What Satan hasn't done. Are you there with me? They are still thinking about that. Condemnation. He is believing that the Lord is able to heal you. Salvation, deliverance, financial breakthrough. It is in believing. It's not believing that Satan is able to. Oh my goodness, what is this? The one who doesn't believe or him is already condemned. And let me tell you the surest way you can tell the Lord that I don't believe in you is to turn. And be looking at the enemy instead of looking at the Lord. May God save our, our understanding. You know, I went to a church. I preached this message. And I knew the kind of church I entered into. They never invited me again. I told them when I was standing on the pulpit that 
I'm going to preach a message. Hmm? And I don't think I'll ever have the grace to be here again. Because that thing you people are doing around, I'm not coming to favor it. Every day, who are you killing? Who are you fighting? Who are you fighting? There is a time to pray against your enemies. But there is always the need to focus on what the Lord has done and it's going to do for you. If you focus on failure, you'll be a failure. But if you focus on success, you'll be a success. Think, think, but think well. Believing on or in the Lord is trusting Him and making Him your focus. The number one reason why we tend to be mindful of what the enemy is doing is our refusal to do what the Lord requires of us. But if only we can, that will be our first step of defeating the enemy. Do you get what I'm saying? If only we can focus on doing what God wants us to do, that will be our first step. And I'm telling you that, look, I said earlier that I, the only reason hmm, why you tend to be thinking so much of what Satan is going to do to you is because you have been very disobedient to God. It's because you have been lose focus of him. He's no more the one who is guiding you. Let me tell you, everyone you are focusing on is the one who is guiding you. I guess it's right. That is why I told you that in the race, if the one of your focus is on is the one behind you, it means that defeat is guiding you. I get it right. Because the one behind you is the one you are, that is your defeat or you are defeating that person. And that is your focus. I get it right. Don't let what is behind you guide you. Let what is ahead of you guide you. Paul said, this one thing I do, forgetting the things that are behind, and I press towards the promise that is laid before me. Why? Why? Why have you worried yourself so much? Wake up to next week's Monday morning. Wake up to the next day's morning. Lift up your hands. And instead of saying, God, I defeat the enemy. Tell God, oh God, thank you for making me victorious. Instead of saying, oh God, why would my enemy in the office die? God, thank you for giving me the grace to suppress them, to overcome them. It's as simple as that. Stop asking for the death of people. God needs to, look, you need your enemies to come and say that, ah, so God bless you. Do you know, some of the time, do you know the people who celebrate you the best? Your enemies, they celebrate you the best. Because some of us, you have seen some of these things, and you know, when they come, you see, it's not that we don't want to celebrate with you. But we are seeing glory, we seeing glory, 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 something. When glory comes again, we are like, God, thank you. And we can always go, thank you. In everything, give thanks. But the enemies will be like, we thought it's for bad, though, but God turned them for good. Though. They, will be they will be the people that see the best. You need your enemies at your celebrations. Stop killing them. <laughs> ah, what is this life? That you are so worried. So much. And then look, some people went. Because of thinking about what the enemy is doing, they don't even go to their hometowns again. Unless the Lord says to me, don't go, don't travel, I won't travel. But at liberty, when my spirit is at peace within me, I will travel. Some people, because of thinking about what the enemy is doing, they don't, 
It's like they won't even make any step. Haven't you seen some people that they are thinking about the enemy doing so much that look, instead of them to even go out to be even buy common food to eat, they'll be in their room. Hey, this life, liberty. We have we have we have been one to liberty. Oh. Let's stop the bondage life. Ah, this is my joy. Let's stop the bondage life. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. Nineteen says, and this is a condemnation that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light. Did you hear that? The world. Amen. an enemy. I get what I'm talking about. It's not everybody you encounter in this life who is already an enemy seeking to pursue your life for a negative reason. But you empower the enemy to possess these people and affect your life because you have so much thought about the devil. So I'm telling you, you see, in the field of the prophetic, hmm, one of the secrets of the prophetic is that you have to see people with the eye that God sees them with. Let me tell you. If you want to, you're a young man, hmm? and then you approached a lady, wanted to propose to the lady, hmm? or wanted to have sexual intercourse with the lady, and you don't think anything sexual, there is nothing like that that's going to correlate between the two of you. But the moment you begin to think about something like that, it's going to be reciprocal. I hope you get it right. I'm telling you, your domain, where you live, hmm, can be so filled with angels, with the Holy Spirit, these two things, and with God himself. But the moment it is all about Satan, 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 I'm telling you, you don't need to tell Satan, come to my house for him to come. All you need to be thinking about is, what is he doing next? If you wake up in the morning, and what you have to be thinking about is, what is Satan doing next? I'll tell you, he'll do something next. But if you've got to begin to be thinking, what is God doing next? God is going to do something next for you. So think rather than of God, than thinking of Satan. 
There is something good in him. He's a stupid guy. I call him stupid. I call him a fool. There is something good in him. I've started calling him like that, not today. And everything he has suppressed me for, if God break, makes my breakthrough, I'll use it against him. Sure. My children, they won't struggle for education like how I struggled for it. No. They won't struggle for it. Maybe because of financial handicaps. They won't struggle for it. Look, I have just about five or four different business ideas that if I could get a capital of about, say, 200 million crampons or so, say the sole required amount, I'll be a billionaire in one year. But because, you know, it's a training process. But I didn't know how to look at it and Satan is, Satan is draining me. Hey, who is he? Are you a son of God? Are you a child of God? I'm telling you today, begin, begin to think about it, that God has made me victorious. He has given me victory. Hey. Because of Jesus, every day, Nashakara, I they do. Double, double, blessings is nine, and they receive Ah, God, your your blessings, your messes and blessings always they follow me. Two of us, that is what he said. Second Corinthians, let's read something from there. Let's learn something from the scriptures. Second Corinthians, don't worry, we'll close soon. We just spent an hour or something minutes. Second Corinthians five, five, five. Read verse 5. Reading verse 5. He said, Now, he that hath wrought us for the same, the self same thing is God, who also has given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Did you hear that? Did you just hear that? While you and I, we are at home in the body. Where are we absent from? From the Lord. So, do you know how to be at home in the body? Is to think about the things of the body. Are you hearing me? So, the only way you can be at home with Satan is to be thinking about the things of Satan. Are you there? Look, you can be in your house, eh, but you're indirectly in the house of your girlfriend or your wife. Is it possible? Do you know the reason why? Because all your thoughts is about the person, the next person. And I'm telling you, you can be in Ghana, but indirectly you're in America. But because your thinking is like American. When you say some of these things, people think like you're thinking weird, but you're not thinking weird. You can be in Ghana, but your thinking, your way of life, your everything is like an American. When I was living in my grandma's house, there were some tenants in the house. And then there's this young lady in the house who is married to a Norwegian man. It's a white, it's a, it's a European, not a black American Norwegian. It's a pure, uh, what we normally call white. I don't call them white. English will not permit that. An European or a Westerner. And this guy came around. Haven't seen my life for several of the days. He said, you live your life like a British. He said, I live my life like a British. I said, how do I live my life? He said, you have everything looks like a British. You discipline, you do this. And I said, no, I have a defined life. So I can be in Ghana, but I won't be like a Ghanaian. It's as simple as that. 
I'm being Ghana, but I'm being like a Ghanaian. My thoughts, my understanding, my philosophies, my belief, everything needs to be like a, just another person from another world. That's what Bible says that though ye are in the world, ye are not of the world. Are you there? Though ye are in the world, yet ye are not of the world. Now what are you of? You are of God. But I'm telling you, the moment you begin to think about what the world is doing, what Satan is doing, then I'm telling you, you are of Satan. That is what the scripture is saying. That is what he's saying. Did you see that? Second Corinthians 5 4. Read it in the Amplified. Read it in the Amplified. Let's see. Second Corinthians 5 verse 4. Chapter 5 verse 4. Mm. For while in this tent mm. we groan. Mm. Being bedded, often reared down, oppressed, not that want to be unclothed, separated by death from the body, mm. but to be clothed so that what is mortal, that is the body, mm. will be swallowed up by the life mm. after the resurrection. Ah! That is verse 4. Yes. Read verse 5. Now, he who has made us and prepared us for this very purpose is God, mm. who gave us the Holy Spirit mm. as a pledge, mm. a guarantee. A down payment on the fulfillment of his promise. Mm. So then, verse 6, so then, being always filled with good courage and confident hope, and knowing that while we are at home in the body, mm. we are absent from the Lord. Ah! Put it there. What? Is there a continuation of that? Yes. Continue. Continue the seven. For we walk by faith. Uh-huh. Not and by not by sight. sight. It's okay. For we walk by faith and not by sight. I'm telling you, the only way to be present with Satan is to be thinking about him. Change your thinking today. I've been there before. Change your thinking today. Change your thinking today. Look, when I was in the university, one day I went to the library to study. Guys, while I was studying, I sat at there. Study table at the library like this, and I was reading. Something fell on my eyes like a deep sleep. Look, something left me, and I knew a spirit left me. But when I came out, I told myself that it cannot be possible. I can't. I came to this school as an intelligent boy. It's not now that I'll be going about, about like a, a blockheaded person that I won't pass my exams. My exams, my results rather got better than before. That was the simplest thing I told myself. Yes. It is well. It is well. Time, 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 time. It is well. It is 11.30. We need to be closing. Jesus. I'm not out of words. But I'm out of time. There is more to be said. Be on your feet and let's pray. Ah, shala banaba, karada labos, kabela debre, deskibili andala laba. Tell, talk, make the Lord your focus. Just speak to Him. Make Him your focus. 
Tell him that he's your focus. Tell him that he's your focus. Ah, Kanadaba, Ligredelebo, Zebredidaba, Mandianda, Velegedes, Belelebe, Vida Dadabaya, Marco, Zabra, Datsada, Ali, Garadabosh, Lekebelebelebe, Libro Dalaba, Veledelebe, Adivros, Kebrenda, Zabranda, Vilekede, Zibrada, Vilo Dalianda, Mando, Labrada, Sabra, Dida, Lagada, Saranda, Lekedelebe, 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 Viradaba, Mako Radaba, Viradelebe, Zebelebe, Zelebe, Zebelebe. Ah, Lord, you are my focus. Lord, you are my focus. Lord, you are my focus. I put my gaze on the light. I put my gaze of the, on the light. And by that, I've overcome the world. Who is he that overcomes the, the world? By he that believeth. Lord, in thee I put my trust. In thee I am believing. I say like David said, it's a one-to-one. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Ah, kadalalaba. Liko, rado, Yes, Lord. I need no other argument, and I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that He died for me. I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and I need that for me. God, me all and great over truth. This barrier, I am weak, ah, but thou art mighty. Hold me with the powerful hand. I say, bread of heaven, hey, bread of heaven, fill me till I'm. 